You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. Tee hee. I'm Melissa. I'm Ellie. Oh my God, I'm here. You are here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Calvin. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jeannie. And and Dave is not here. Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here. Dave's not here. Dave's not here. Again, though, full house. I'm Uh, excited to see everybody's faces. But who will Calvin have such witty banter with? You. (laughs) I would. You're up, slugger. (laughs) Yes. Well, Ellie is our historian today, and. Give us a, a brief synopsis of what we're going to talk about, and then let's do these shots. Mm, well, I'm yes. just going to leave you with this little teaser, as it were. We're going to talk about Soviet bone music. Ah, yeah. And on that note, raise your glass. We already <laughs> talked about poor... Oh, Dave's going to be so mad he missed this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Ooh, that bullet rye is delicious. Oh, my goodness, that's amazing. Ooh. She does not like it. No. <laughs> does not approve. <laughs> I don't like coffee. I do like coffee. I just, I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting. Also, sometimes <laughs> I make. coffee. Mm-hmm. It's very coffee. Also, sometimes I make faces that don't necessarily reflect, like, how, how I taste. How, yeah. how I taste. Hey, wow. Yay. <laughs> you Bring said you yeah. going to be witty. Come on. I've got questions. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that mood turned yeah. amazing, though. I try so hard. <laughs> like, let me show you the front of her uh, journal again. Then the answer is no. Well, that's my <laughs> favorite. The more the merrier. All right, so let's, I want to hear about this bone music. Bone music. Oh, okay, so take yourself back to the late two thousands. Okay. Oh, um, late 2000s. The okay. late 2000s. Right. Okay. Because so like this, nine years ago. Right. Because this article, the the first time that uh, I I saw anyone uh, pop up with an article about this. The date was like in 2016, and uh, the the interviewee was talking about how he didn't remember exactly what year it was, but it was you know sometime within the last eight years. So I'm assuming probably like the late 2000s, early 2010s. A British musician named Stephen Coates was touring in Russia with his band The Real Tuesday Weld. There, I listened to them this morning, um, okay. and they're very like sort of gypsy hipster like a like a gypster band a gypster band <laughs> yeah, yeah wow um, yeah we know all about that if you're into yeah. that fine for me they were a little too oh look at how vintagey we are with like really like scratchy like recording sounds and stuff fine whatever that's fine that's your thing so he goes to so they're touring in Russia okay and, and he goes to he, they go to a flea market and uh he sees something at this booth at a flea market that looks like an x-ray but it's cut circular ish like it's it's a little jagged but it's cut in a circle and it's got grooves in it 
So he's like, okay, is this an x-ray or a record? I don't know. And the guy at the booth at the flea market was acting real sketchy and like wanted him to buy something else. Like he forgot that was in there. And he was like, nope. <laughs> so he bought it. Goes home. Now you have to. Goes home and it plays Bill Haley's uh, Rock Around the Clock. Oh. Okay. Huh. And okay. so he starts digging and finds that um, there's this whole underground scene there was this whole underground scene in the Soviet Union um, from about 1946 to 1966-ish of um, music uh, that was recorded on X-rays to bypass uh, – to, 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 for easier smuggling and because vinyl was pretty much a no-go because all the petroleum and everything was used in the war and it was – vinyl records were really scarce, especially if you're going to, you know – do illicit recordings. You're not going to use something that's hard to find. So um, how it started was in night. I feel like apparently, a bone record is going to be hard to find. So, okay. <laughs> all right. So in 1946, the USSR started censoring the media all over the place. They um, Any Western music was considered propaganda. Um, anything that was rock and roll, jazz, um, even some classical music that was some more – uh, <laughs> It wasn't yeah. the if marching it, of, of feet. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't Soviet propaganda music or like some folk songs from like the air from the USSR, yeah. then you couldn't listen to it. Um, you couldn't buy music records of it. You couldn't listen to it on the radio. Um, even like gypsy music, quote unquote. Um, and um, especially, apparently, the biggest offenders were um, emigrants from the USSR. So people who had left the Soviet Union and didn't want to come and, and refused to come back, they were seen as the biggest offenders. So you couldn't listen. If they went off and made music for themselves in the United States, that, like, the music maybe necess wasn't necessarily forbidden, but the artist was. Yeah. So that was a big thing, too. Because um, they kind of wait. We don't want to encourage them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There is no escape. Yeah. Um, we have you covered. You stay here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, enter the Golden Dog Gang, which is pretty great, I have to say. It's a pretty great name. Um, Ruslan Bogolowski and Boris Tajin. Of course, there's um, a Boris involved. Yeah, <laughs> there's always a Boris. Um, <laughs> Boris. Uh, they <laughs> they brought over. They brought back in 1946. They had um, a war trophy of a um, they had stolen from somewhere of a um, a recording lathe. So a recording lathe is basically a reverse gramophone where you'd use it to record onto records. Mm -hmm. So they set up this little shop, and it's a public shop. Anyone can go in. Um, and they set up this shop so that people could go in and record like a snippet of themselves talking mm -hmm. or record a message or something. Some like kind of like kitschy souvenir mm -hmm. thing they could play at home. So that's their public front. Um, meanwhile, behind the scenes, they, um, they gathered these x-rays from hospitals. Now, it started with them. Um, it's unclear as to how they accidentally stumbled upon it, but, um, that, that, that's what I was going to ask. Like, how do they just, there's no real x-rays, you know? So I don't know how they accidentally stumbled upon it and initially thought, oh, we can record on these. But basically, um, the x-rays are, why you can record on them is x-rays are flexible enough that, are flexible but sturdy. So, uh, they they can withstand the grooves that were put into them, mm -hmm. but the flexibility actually made them easier to smuggle. 
um, like dealers could put distributors and dealers could put like 50 in their sleeves. Like it was crazy. I think it was either like 25 break. Right. Yeah. Cause they're just going to bend. Around. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and they would cut them to be able to play on, um, record players and you could, um, they were only one side. You could only record on one side. Um, yeah, and I, I, I would think the thickness wouldn't be there to be yeah. Able to yeah. double recording. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, they wouldn't be as flexible if you could record on both sides, probably. Um, and some, a lot of times they're cut in circles. But I just was watching a video of a guy who found one that was cut in a square. Um, so hmm. that was. I thought that was fascinating. So it was even more it's sort of undercover, still you know. Too. Yeah, and still played. Hmm. Um, probably because the grooves didn't start until sort of further in on the record. Right. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. So um, they were astoundingly cheap to get. The 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 X rays were before they recorded onto them, um, because they were stored in hospitals, and they had to dispose of them after a year because they were flammable. Oh. And so rather than go out and burn all of them and <laughs> okay. have to go through that hassle, yeah. Um, hospital uh, undercover, like some some nurses and interns and whatever. Would just meet these bootleggers at the back door, and, and make that a, money for a few rubles and a, a little vodka, and maybe a handy. I so you <laughs> you laughed when there I said vodka. That's why they had syphilis. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> They're already at the hospital. They can get treated. Mm-hmm. Good story. <laughs> Continue. They actually used vodka as. Uh, for trade, in a lot of cases in in the Soviet Union, um, the guys on the I use it for trade now. Well, this yeah. documentary I was watching, they talked about how it was actually like a form of payment they would use frequently, like mm-hmm. more so than like, oh, here's here's some money. Like vodka was more valuable because well, because communist Russia. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, and because yeah. Of also being drunk in communist Russia was like. The only way to exist Probably, without yeah, killing the best yourself way to survive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like I just gonna I, I drink the just vodka. constantly yeah. drink. <laughs> Everything's great. Yeah. I have coupon. Bring me vodka. <laughs> People still frugal back in the day. <laughs> I'm sorry, your your coupons expired. <laughs> I don't think you heard me. <laughs> Bring me vodka. <laughs> Can I speak to, to your, your manager? manager? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Person, like this person's hair is swooped in front of their face. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Underneath babushka, he's cut short on the side, spiked in back. Well done. Yeah. Is her name Karina? Karina. Yeah. Do you see that minivan outside? I want to talk to your manager. You see my car is same as other cars outside because we live in Soviet Union. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's great. <laughs> so more so, bone music. So they bought. So they would. Okay. So they would. They would trade um, a little bit of money and vodka. A shit ton these, of vodka. Um, to get just stacks of X-rays from these back hospital doors. Mm-hmm. And then they would have. And then they would. And then they would go and just record like crazy. Um, they would literally be. So the the bootleggers would be the ones who were recording them. Um, and in this documentary I watched, um, X-Ray Music, was it? It was X-Ray, X-ray Audio documentary. It's on YouTube. It's only like 13 minutes long. And um, it's by uh, it's pr- produced by Stephen Coates. Uh, and he also wrote a book called X-Ray Audio. 
um, that goes more into detail about it. But he, the, they have a, dis, a bootlegger and a distributor interviewed, like first-person interviews on that documentary. It's really fascinating. Um, and the bootleggers would record the uh, record on the x-rays. They would give them to the distributors who would literally be meeting people in like clubs and mostly in like back alleys, private areas. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're all the best business yeah. in this place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back alley. <laughs> Nothing f- makes me feel safe as walking into a back alley with money in my hand. I know. Well, in when Russia. you in Russia. <laughs> when you're trying to hide from the KGB, yeah. that is the safest that place. Is safe spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Being on or the in a cave with 48 members of your family. Yes. Then you have the cave GB to worry about. <laughs> oh. Well done. We'll eat them. We will eat their asses. Oh. We don't need to yes, we eat the whole, we okay. eat the whole thing. You we eat the whole thing. We need to talk to us we, about Tossing Sally Hill. We eat their asses. And, and then we eat their asses. <laughs> <laughs> we eat the whole thing. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying. Uh, Come on, man. I'm re- Gosh, I'm full circle. I'm tr- oh. You didn't listen to the episode before this. You were fucked on this joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just funny talking about eating ass. It's yeah, totally well, fine. Yeah. Yeah. To each your own. Don't judge. It's 2019. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Anyway. You know, I knew that there would be boning jokes. Yeah. I didn't realize that there, there would be, be ass eating jokes. Just. It was actually a cannibal joke, but yeah. whatever. We, we turned it into both. Either yeah. or. Uh-huh. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, it both ways. So they would go into the uh, in these back alleys, and it's exactly like you would think of in a movie, like the, or like some bad B movie or something, mm-hmm. where like there's just you want some you want some records and they would just pull them out of their sleeves yeah. and there's a stack or of they X-rays. open up the jacket and everything's <laughs> hanging literally yes yeah. yeah. flash you but i am wearing a trench coat yeah <laughs> and uh you you tell them what you wanted so you tell them if you wanted rock and roll or jazz or classical or what have you and um or a specific artist or something excuse me oh, a specific artist or something and they would show you what they had um sometimes um if you would ask them, oh, do you have uh, Rock Around the Clock or something like that? They'd be like, oh, yeah, we totally have that. And then they would go and, like, write Rock Around the Clock on one of the other records <laughs> and hand it to them because they didn't know the difference. Yeah. Right. They'd go home and be like, oh, yeah, Bill Haley sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have no and idea they, what it actually was. They were grateful to have it, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just wanted it, music. But music, like, was important and, like, yeah. meant something. Um, wanted something that wasn't like all hail the communist party. Exactly. <laughs> someone someone pointed out uh, one of the distributors or something in the documentary pointed out that the the KGB tried to say that this was some kind of anti communist plot, and they're like, no, it wasn't. We just people just wanted to listen to what they wanted when they wanted. Mm-hmm. That's all they wanted. They didn't give a shit about whether it was anti communist or, or communist, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to listen to their music. Um, As we all do. So I would like a good beat and not this sad, drab music that you make me listen to. Yeah. And they, um, unfortunately, uh, the music was not always great quality, as I'm sure you can imagine. Well, bootleg. With it being bootlegged bootlegged onto an (laughs) x-ray. Which is highly flammable. Yeah. 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 Totally safe. No fires were ever started. No. I would like two shots of vodka for this. I can't tell you what it is, but it's a hand x-ray. Yeah. And they would literally be, they would be trading little Mm -hmm. bottles of vodka Mm -hmm. for the records. That's Mm -hmm. how they paid for them. 
And um, God damn it, I got the same song again. <laughs> yeah. They, well, sometimes can, can you return? I need to return this. Yeah. Yeah. Let me speak to your manager. Be terrible. <laughs> you got the same one. They would return them sometimes, wow. or try to return them because they said they quote sounded like sand, or it was playing through sand because it was so crackly. Mm-hmm. And you listen to some recordings from these, and the the the, the sound quality varies wildly. Sometimes. It's pretty clear, and sometimes it's like it, it's always a little bit crackly because it's never as good as the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the crackling is as loud as the music, and mm-hmm. you just can't listen to it. So, excuse me. So they would take it back and either return it or try to return it. Excuse I feel me. like sadly mm-hmm. that would still be better to listen to than communist propaganda. Oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to like, listen you know to a what? bunch of static. It just sounds like crackling right? and, and pops. Still better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. I think I would just start drumming on pots and pans. I mean, and you then could. get arrested. Yeah. No, if, uh, you have to find me first. I mean, I'm going to be on a cor- I'm going to be drum- on a cart and a buggy just you're drumming on pots and pans would be pretty easy to find. <laughs> Super loud. <laughs> you're loud. Yeah. She's over there. She's going to just outrun the KGB on her cart. She just How did you find me? Like on a cart Boy. sitting on it rolling down a hill. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you and that little dog of yours. <laughs> with, a guy, with a guy with a mandolin up top shooting flames. <laughs> I feel like we've jumped. <laughs> I don't know how they found me. <laughs> give fucking me Mad Max or, or give me or give music me and yeah. Why not both? Both is good. Yes. Vodka makes all music sound great. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. They should have just kept the vodka and then they wouldn't have cared if the music was crackly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They should just die from cirrhosis and flipper. Yeah. <laughs> A complimentary bottle of vodka with every purchase. Live in Soviet Russia, die of cirrhosis. Hmm. That's how I plan on going. Better than dying in the gulag. Um, Which some bootleggers... uh, We'll get there in a minute. Uh, So, um, people would listen to these. They would take them home, listen to them in their kitchen. They would have kitchen parties and just listen to the music with their friends in their kitchen. That sounds um, horrific. Come over, we listen to the, the record I just bought. And it's like people still do that. Shit. I mean, just crackly. Yeah. People do that. Do you want it? Like, oh, I will and- have people over to my house, but there better be a better reason than to listen to this this one album. Listen to this new Fallout Boy album. It's- I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Listen to this forbidden music that the government doesn't want us to have. That's pretty badass. I was gonna yeah. say it sounds kind of sexy and punk rock to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. It, it's absolutely honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty um, soon, I got the music. We're you bring back the same right. thing. <laughs> all, that sure liberal, all that Shut liberal up. music's gonna be outlawed. <laughs> yep. Free speech. What's that? All right. Just <laughs> moving, guys. Bye bye. Um, so, We're so the uh, the <laughs> I know. I can just hop over. Um, the Golden Dog Gang actually got caught in 1950. And they were sent to the gulag until Stalin died in 1953. Mm-hmm. So then they came back out and they started up again. Mm-hmm. Of, and of course. Yeah. Then a few years later, they got sent back for to the gulag for another few years. Um, and the in the, the documentary X-Ray Audio that's on YouTube, they have interviewers with buyers, distributors, and like collectors. Like, the, oh, the opening of the uh, – it's so good. The opening is this guy who's like it, – it's. A lot of it's subtitled because they're speaking Russian or very halted English. And um, one of the guys who was a collector, he he's, he says, in 1957, my friend uh, played me this song and and it was on, on this x-ray of 
you know, whatever. And and it was Little Richard Tutti Frutti. <laughs> and he's and it's this like old Russian man and he just starts singing, a wap bop loo bop wap it's so cute. <laughs> and he talks about how he like went in this like back alley with him and like got more and stuff. It was so cute. Um so but they have this bootlegger, uh, Rudy Fuchs, and um he he talks about how he went to the gulag and uh they he said he went there multiple times um i think the first time that he went he came back out and he just like started right up again and then they wanted the authorities caught him again and they wanted him to be a an agent for them and he's like well i didn't really have a choice so then I just fed them wrong information, <laughs> which was pretty oh, goddamn ballsy. Yeah. Right? And, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And so I fed them wrong information. Well, they figured it out. Of course. <laughs> and they sent him back to the gulag again for another three years. And uh, he just talks about it like, oh, yeah, I just went. And they're like, I'm sorry, you went where? <laughs> you know the gulag. <laughs> and, um, I went on holiday. And he, uh, <laughs> and, and he came back out and he had to start like his whole life over from nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not clear as to whether that was before or after Bone Music stopped being produced because uh, Bone Music was regularly, they called them the ribs, actually. Mm-hmm. They called them the ribs because a lot of them were, you know, rib x-rays. Um, and, they, and in the documentary, they describe them as music on the ribs. Um so the ribs continued until about 1966 when the government just decided, you know what? We're just going to let people have reel-to-reel tape recorders. Just, there you go. Huh. Finally! I'm sorry. After all of that, yeah. after you wouldn't, okay, what? I don't know what you think is going to happen, but mm-hmm. all right. So well, then everybody was just using tape recorders for everything. Say and- the, the reel-to-reels were probably bugged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> True. It, but, is, uh, it is the KGB. <laughs> True. We are very sneaky. <laughs> Here is something free. It's not, it's not suspicious it, at all. It, it's never free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't, don't mind the miles of court detention. It's Soviet Russia tape records you. In Soviet Russia music bones you I don't know but that's a story of the Soviet bone records and then they died and then they died well actually some of them are still alive but then um, a lot of them yeah a lot of them I'm just just gonna go on a limb here if because of this conversation if I'm on Facebook later and I see all sorts of ads for Soviet bone music all of a sudden So you know, in America, well, no. they're like massively. They're they're like music records you too. So. <laughs> I don't have anything to play it on. Yeah, but I think but they that look would go super cool. Really awesome. Yeah, on like that would be really cool to own. Yeah, at least one. I wonder yeah. how. I mean, I don't even care what it is. Yeah, like, they have to be pretty rare, especially if they're flammable. They made <laughs> they made um, about a million of them. Mm-hmm. Over they made over a million of them. Okay. Well, one one distributor made over a mil- or one bootlegger made over a million of them. So wow, there may wow. have been more. Yeah, um, wow. yeah over twenty That's years. Like a, a testament to how important music is for people. It yeah. is. Music is is therapeutic. If the yeah. government is it's, banning it, you know it's important. And if yeah, right. yes. if the government's trying to ban it, then you're just going to want it more. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Especially if it's Soviet mm-hmm. Russia. A lot of the music, <laughs> a lot of the music that they banned, like I said, was um, Russian emigres um, or Soviet emigres who were like in other countries yeah. who uh, were, you know. Mm-hmm. Not Natasha became back. became a singer, and she only sang 
uh, Russian folk songs, but it doesn't fucking matter. She left, so we can't listen to her. Right. right, exactly. <laughs> we can listen to the folk songs if someone else is singing them. Yeah. I do need to. Um, I do need to keep my black card for this conversation. So I just need to go on record that sometimes when the government bans things, it's okay, <laughs> such as slavery. I'm good with that ban. Right. <laughs> yes. All my black listeners, just so you know, I'm talking about like very an, clear on that. Yes, <laughs> I'm talking about like an art form when they ban like a media form. Yeah. 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 I just need to be clear. Like, yeah, really good. Really good. Really clear. on slavery, guys. Calvin, you didn't say shit, man. All right, well, on that note, I feel like it's time to (laughs) pop out the plugs. Uh, You know, go to uh, Oxide Media, which is now the uh, mothership for SourcePoint Press, Deepwater Games, and N3 Art. Um, Listen to History of Bad Ideas. They're not a history podcast. I'll Um, be on there next week. Oh, Mm -hmm. see? So there we go. Um, And, uh, you know, as always, fuck Steve. Fuck Steve. Amazing. I saw Steve the other, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you immediate yell, immediately yell at him, fuck you? Uh, I did not. So oh. I'm sorry. for. I'm sorry, everyone. There's a guy I work with named Steve who doesn't understand why I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't understand why I keep saying it. So it's great. <laughs> Both of us are confused. Yeah. Uh, I will be at um, Capital City Comic Con the first Saturday of September. Is that Lansing, Michigan? And then I'll be in Monroe the second Saturday Heck of yes. September. Mm-hmm. Ha- yep, and uh, the the voice actor for Pam Pooley <laughs> is going to be there. So you know, oh, are you go? I'm doing Pit Fighter Pam that weekend, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> you totally yeah. need to have the the porpoise puppet. I already have. I do have the dolphin puppet. Yeah, she's got one. Don't worry. Yeah, Yeah. it's I've got it. So check out those two conventions. um, And as always, go to (laughs) stephaniemenard.com for one of your Stephanie Menard needs. One of them. One. You have to pick only one. Pick one. (laughs) I love it. You go on her website and it says choose one. To choose your own adventure website. <laughs> there you go. Well, there's no options. You have to type it in. And then yeah. she goes, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was your choice, though. So yeah. have a good day. Come back again tomorrow. Try again. The secret is always choose comics. Because <laughs> everything else is just the uh, guy from uh, the Holy Grail. Uh, uh, you choose poorly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You chose, yeah, chose poorly. poorly. <laughs> 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 Oh and then you shrivel up into a horrifying undead <laughs> yes, being. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like this plan. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Anything you want to talk about, Ellie? Oh, God, yeah. Um, Cosplay Confidential is a little podcast that I run through the Podcast Detroit Network. Um, we just recorded a couple episodes at Cosplay Beach Party um, earlier this month, um, and we'll be recording at Michigan Comic Con and presumably at uh, uh, Monroe Pop Fest as well. Um, very excited. So, uh, yeah, have a listen to Cosplay Confidential. We talk about uh, – we interview cosplayers from different walks of life, and it's it's a good time overall. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential or Facebook, Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and uh, Facebook, Kiki Elise Cosplay. That's me. I follow you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, per usual um... – Leading questions with Calvin Moore. 
Still not on Spotify. Still not on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> we are though. No. Day one hundred and ten, not on Spotify. <laughs> Cosplay Confidential no. is on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> I, Dave, Dave might have just told me it's not on Spotify. I don't know, uh, but either way, uh, we're 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 quite a few episodes in. We should be, but either way, um, leading questions with Calvin Moore and seven uh, two tours dot com. Also working on a new podcast. Working on a new podcast. Yeah. Um, Trying to remember the name of it right now, just because I. Oh, it's uh, the street address right outside. Is that the the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine Pennsylvania Avenue. Yes. Uh, which chronicles the people who ran for president and never became president. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's really interesting chronicling the lives of these people. I've recorded a few episodes mm-hmm. at this point, but none of them have hit the uh, hit the internet yet. But be looking for fifteen ninety nine Pennsylvania Avenue here in the next uh, couple of months. Nice. Yeah. All right. Ashley's just here. I'm yeah, just we're just bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ewok. Listen, listen to History of Bad Ideas, which I pop on once every like six months. You can <laughs> hear my follow, voice there. Yeah. And follow you on Untap. Yeah. You, TJL, hi. You're just, you're like my pimp when it comes to beer followers. <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah. pimping you out. <laughs> All right. I like it. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, thanks for coming. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Duff. I'm Ellie. I'm Melissa. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going in order. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Why totally. don't you do that? Totally. I'm Melissa. I'm Ellie. I'm Calvin. I'm Ashley. Jeannie. Bye.